Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to American Journal. Very, very, very big show we have for you today. Lots of videos to talk about. And we'll be doing a deep dive into who exactly on the American side, is behind the war in Ukraine. What's their past? What's their history? What other quagmires have they gotten us involved in? And why, after starting war after war, destroying America from the inside, do they continue to be appointed to the highest level positions? We'll be doing a very deep dive into um, the criminal gangs that run our country and what their actual goals are as they lead us like lambs to the slaughter. We'll do all of that. Lots of videos. Of course, the main topic of discussion is the bio labs in Ukraine that were revealed yesterday by Victoria Newland. And we'll talk about uh, that. Take your phone calls, of course, and more. But we'll begin today, as we do every day, with our daily dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your daily dispatch for Wednesday, the 9th of March, 2022. State Department claims Russia may use Pentagon-funded Ukraine biolabs to unleash bioweapon false flag. That's a story at Infowars.com. Ukraine has biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian forces may be seeking to gain control of. So we're working with the Ukrainians, uh, Ukrainians on how we can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of Russian forces, says Victoria Newland. Russian forces could use the U.S.-backed biological research facilities to launch a bioweapons false flag if they gain control of them, warned State Department insider Victoria Newland. Newland, the Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs, explained to the Senate Foreign Relations Committee on Tuesday that the federal government is working with the Ukrainian government to prevent Russia from trying to gain control of numerous Pentagon-funded biolabs in Ukraine. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get very much into this during today's program because it's it's really it's just the it's layers of deception, right? It's it's our it's our bioweapons labs, but if if a bioweapon gets released in Ukraine, then it's definitely Russia who's going to do it and blame it on us. And that's not us doing it and blaming it on Russia, blaming it on us doing it. It's them blaming us for do, blaming them for doing it. it's it's confusing, but actually it's pretty simple when you get to the you know, base fact that people that run our country are evil psychopaths who are unleashing death across the globe at a really unprecedented scale. And again, we'll get into that. And we'll get into the uh, the history, the relationships of Miss Victoria Newland, and how she has really had her hand on the wheel the entire time uh, about Ukraine ever since 
around 2014 when she helped orchestrate the so-called Revolution of Dignity when a bunch of civilians were murdered by unidentified snipers to bring about the collapse of the Russia-friendly government there. And then she was the one that helped coordinate the billion-dollar loan to get them back on their feet, the one that Joe Biden threatened to withhold unless they stopped the investigation. It's all pretty complicated. Tangled web we weave when you have, again, stateless psychopaths using your country as a weapon against their personal enemies. Putin signs decree banning or restricting exports from Russia, imports to Russia of certain products and raw materials. This, of course, comes after Joe Biden banning the purchase of Russian gas here in America. Not going to be another big topic of uh, discussion, but Russian President Vladimir Putin has signed a decree introducing special economic measures in foreign trade, uh, ensuring Russia's safety. The decree introduces certain special economic measures to be in effect until December 31st, 2022. These include a ban on exports outside of the Russian Federation's territory and or imports to the Russian Federation's territory of products or raw materials, according to lists determined by the Russian government. And, uh, of course, part of that would be, you know, the wheat we need to survive and the uh, gas that Europe needs to run. So we'll see how that turns out. Meanwhile, McDonald's, Starbucks, Coke, and Pepsi have joined the exodus out of Russia, ceasing operations in that country. Take that, Russia. You'll be more fit, you know, less disabled. You know, take that. You, you don't get our hydrogenized soybean anymore. Take that. You don't get our sugary drinks. You don't get the trans fats and the God knows what else is in that. Yeah, take that, Russia. You're going to be so healthy by the end of this, you won't know what hit you. Meanwhile, Saudi and uh, Emirati uh, leaders decline call with Biden during Ukraine crisis. We'll continue this daily dispatch on the other side. I rambled. I rambled for a bit. That's right. We'll make it up on the other side. Stay with us, folks. It's American Journal. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, finishing up here with our daily dispatch. Saudi Emirati leaders declined call with Biden during Ukraine crisis. The White House unsuccessfully tried to arrange a call between President Biden, the de facto leaders of Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates, as the U.S. was working to build international support for Ukraine and contagious, uh, contain a sur- surge in oil prices, the Middle East and U.S. officials uh, said Middle East and U.S. officials. The Saudis have signaled that their relationship with Washington has deteriorated under Biden administration, and they want more support for their intervention in Yemen's civil war, help with their own civil nuclear program as Iran moves ahead, and legal immunity for Prince Mohammed in the U.S. Saudi uh, in the U.S. Saudi officials said the Crown Prince faces multiple lawsuits in the U.S., including uh, one over the killing of journalist Jamal Khashoggi in 2018. So yeah, it's it's good to have the adults back in the room. Finally, Joe Biden respected on the world stage, except that the other world leaders won't even take his phone calls anymore. So he's continuing to both destroy our country internally and destroy our reputation and connections abroad. Uh, and I hate to say, we told you so. Now, if you're confused about the Saudi uh, participation in the Yemen civil war, uh, I think Kamala Harris explained it best when she said, Saudi Arabia is a big country and Yemen's a small country, and that's bad, okay? Except not in this case, because we're on the side of the big country, and the small country should be reduced to dust, according to our leaders. It's, it's a little complicated because they're not Ukrainian, and so, you know, things get a little bit blurry. Try to keep up. 
Pulitzer Prize-winning New York Times reporter says January 6th media coverage was an overreaction. The FBI was involved, and the event was not organized despite the ongoing narrative. This was uh, the latest from just just imminent heroes, James O'Keefe and Project Veritas, who once again expose the fact that the mainstream media, even in the highest rungs, places like the New York Times, the, the paper of record, National security correspondent Matthew Rosenberg contradicts his own reporting and uh, reports known lies, is perfectly aware that what he's reporting is completely false and painting a false narrative for the American public. But he does it anyway because, well, just think about it. We'll show you that video a little bit later. Finally, we have this. Don't say gay bill. Florida Senate passes law marginalizing LGBTQ people. That's right. That's right. That's exactly that's exactly what it is, and that's not overblown or misconstruing uh, what was actually passed at all. What you think the mainstream media would lie to you? You think they would manipulate your perception of events in order to get you to support things that aren't true and fall for things that are false? It's no. They're good people that only ever tell the truth in the most transparent way. Kidding, of course. These people are scumbags. Governor DeSantis is expected to sign the proposal restricting instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity. Yeah, it's the anti-grooming bill, and it's telling people that they're not allowed to sexually manipulate uh, children nine and under. That's what it's about. Somehow that got turned into a gay thing. I don't know. Is gay is being gay and uh, pedophile related somehow? I don't get it. I don't understand. I think it's rude, frankly, of the florida legislature to deny us the use of the word gay without offering some alternative suggestions in its place anybody in florida out there wants to call something gay i suggest you use the terms light in the loafers a friend of dorothy is another good one there's a few others i can't exactly say on air but try to diversify your vocabulary when calling things gay from now on and if this broadcast is going out in florida I apologize for use of the word gay, as I understand. It's illegal now because I'm a stupid person that reads mainstream media. Now, (laughs) it's illegal. That is a crime you just committed in the state of Florida, sir. The Guardian assured me of that. All right, moving on to, of course, the biggest story in a little while. Yeah, just a little while. How do we even start with this? I guess we'll start with clip number 12 here because – a young woman named Victoria Newland testified in front of the Senate uh, yesterday, Senate Foreign Relations Committee. She is the undersecretary, uh, the undersecretary of, of, of state for political affairs. She's been at the helm on Ukraine policy and uh, Eastern European policy for about 20 years or so now. We'll go through her entire history in just a little bit. But let's start with what made the news yesterday. It was a Senate hearing where Victoria Newland was testifying about Ukraine, and she had this to say about the false narratives being spread about this conflict. Let's go now to clip number 12 here, Victoria Newland testifying about what the American government is doing to stop misinformation from spreading around. You know, the State Department's Global Engagement Center, which you all helped us stand up and supported, uh, works 24-7 to with other allies and partners, not just in Europe, but around the world, to um, bring to light Russian disinformation campaigns and and who is pushing them. We also work with the tech companies to try to take down false stories, and uh, we are working very assiduously on on all of that now. We're also working to try to get truth into Russia in the context of a complete freeze on on independent news going going there. And uh, uh, that that is an issue that is of paramount concern to all of us. 
Yes, paramount concern to all of us. We have to stop this independent news reporting. The United States government has to work with big tech to silence their opponents. Here's one of the stories that, of course, they called Russian disinformation. False claims of U.S. bio labs in Ukraine tied to Russian disinformation campaign. Yes, the claim was that there are bio labs in Ukraine funded by the U.S. government. And luckily, our stalwart fact checkers at USA Today, working off State Department information, uh, let us know that it's false. Their rating is false. They say, based on our research, it's false to claim there are U.S. bio labs in Ukraine funded by the U.S. government. It just doesn't exist. It's not true. It's Russian disinformation. Thank God the big tech companies are working with the government. This is government censorship, by the way. In the past, the Joe Biden administration has not been exactly shy about ordering media companies, be it Fox or Facebook or Twitter, to take down their political opponents. But it's really just a suggestion for their compatriots in the you know, positions of power there to do the will of the American government, but it's not an official order. No, but this is. This is an official order because it's war now, because it's Russian disinformation, this nonsense about U.S. bio uh, bioware labs in Ukraine. In fact, we also have this story from Foreign Policy. False claims of U.S. bioware labs in Ukraine grip QAnon. See, it's a QAnon claim. This is a QAnon lie. Uh, anything that the American government doesn't want you to know, they simply call QAnon, and then you're not allowed to talk about it anymore. That's how that works. But of course, it turns out that it is absolutely true. But here's another one. Just while we're at it here, factcheck.org. Social media posts misrepresent U.S.-Ukraine threat reduction program. See, it's a threat reduction. Is it a bio? Is it a bio warfare lab? Yes, of course it is. But they don't call it that, so it's false now. Now it's false. Now the fact check can say false because they call it a threat reduction program when they're doing gain of function research on deadly viruses to make them more uh, transmissible to humans. So it's interesting. Here you have Victoria Newland testifying with the State Senate Relations Committee talking about how they're working with big tech to censor this pernicious and dangerous Russian disinformation, particularly about the bioweapons labs in Ukraine, which is interesting because then Marco Rubio asked her a question about the bioweapons labs in Ukraine, and she had this to say, clip number 11. Well, um, I only have a minute left. Let me ask you, um, does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. I'm sure you're aware that the Russian propaganda groups are already putting out there all kinds of information about how they've uncovered a plot by the Ukrainians to release biological weapons in the country and with NATO's coordination. If there's a biological or chemical weapon incident or uh, or attack inside of Ukraine, is there any doubt in your mind that 100 percent it would be the Russians that would be behind it? There is no doubt in my mind, Senator, and it is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. Oh, yeah, it's that classic Russian technique. Those Russians, well known for their false flag attacks. You know, false flag reports about weapons of mass destruction was behind their invasion of Iraq in 2003. Did you know that? I'm sorry, what? That was who? Who did that? It was us? My God, I can't believe it. You know, it was the Russians that, uh, you know, false, falsified a chemical attack on Assad's people to blame it on Assad to get into, I'm sorry, who? I'm sorry, what did that? Yeah, it's, it's your classic double cross, right? It's, 
it's lying about somebody else, lying about an attack, lying about you who's actually doing the attack. There are weapons. There are bioweapons campaigns. Russia's actually telling the truth in this case. I'll show you on the other side. Reset Wars, Reset Wars is legit. Reset Wars has been a great tool in both recapping and eye-opening. It really dives deeper into yourself and into the bigger picture that doesn't necessarily go across political lines or religious lines, but about all of us as a human species coming together. Uh, I'm a combat veteran, and uh, I mean, that brought me close to God, but what Alex goes through brought me even closer. I can feel God in my life now. The viruses that Alex talks to you about that are subconsciously programmed into your brain and how to erase those programs and uh, install new. Reset Wars is a step beyond what you already get in regular InfoWars broadcasts. It's an academic level course that will raise your awareness and help you live a more conscious and self-determined life. If you're on the fence about Reset Wars, it's time to get off the fence. Join Reset Wars today. After being unavailable for more than two years, Ultimate Bone Broth is back at InfoWars Live. Ultimate Bone Broth is now Ultimate Bone Broth Plus because we've made it even stronger and reformulated it. And listen, it's not just concentrated chicken broth in there that's so good for your joints and your bones and your whole body. It's got really strong, high-end turmeric root, chaga mushroom, bee pollen, goji berry, alfalfa herb powder, and a bunch of other stuff in it, like real organic cocoa, bean powder with natural chocolate flavor, and a touch of sea salt, and just on and on and on. Magnesium, potassium's added. This is so good for inflammation, for your immune system, for your whole body. Grandma always gave you chicken soup when you were sick, remember? That's a tiny amount of the same stuff that's in there that is now in here in a very large amount. So again, get the power of grandma's chicken soup with the power of turmeric and everything else with the new and improved bone broth at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Back, ladies and gentlemen, this is the American Journal. If you go to InfoWars.com, you find the article, State Department claims Russia may use Pentagon-funded Ukraine bio labs to unleash bioweapon false flag. Of course, it's uh, just multiple layers of deception here going on. And we'll explain what uh, those on the other side are saying. Seems more truthful than what our side is saying, to be quite honest with you. And... It's honestly, it's worth watching the hearing itself. There's a link there, it's two hours long. Of course, don't watch the Now This version. Now This is this left, uh, leftist think tank, right, that publishes these videos. They publish the full hearing. But there's, a, there's a very interesting part, about 15 minutes into the video, where it suddenly cuts to an external outside view of the White House for about 10 minutes, and then it goes back to the hearing. Why, what was that about? There's no explanation. There's no graphics saying here's what's happening. It's just they just cut away from the hearing for about 10 minutes. Interestingly enough, it is within those 10 minutes that Marco Rubio is asking questions to Victoria Nuland about the bioweapons labs in Ukraine. So they just they went ahead and cut that out, being the good little lapdogs of the federal government. Uh, they're you know, perfectly willing to hide the truth to deceive their viewers. But if you find this stream, watch the whole thing. Because it's, 
it's fascinating. It's fascinating to live in a time in history. It's, it's almost like what would it be like to be sitting in the, the Synod of Rome, you know, right before the Caesarian civil wars? You know, what does it look like? What does a falling republic look like? What does a failing empire look like? All you have to do is go watch this, this two-hour hearing because, of course, they alternate between Democrats and Republicans asking questions to Victoria Newland. And not once is there any discussion or even semblance of care about what the actual outcome of this conflict is. What are the goals of the conflict? What could we do to limit the bloodshed or roll back the war that is now broken out? It doesn't even enter into their realm of conception. They couldn't care less. And most of the questions weren't even about Ukraine and Russia. This is the crazy part because you've got the Democrats. So we'll go Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican. So it's basically a switch between these two things. You get the Democrats going, what can we do to fund Ukraine combat even more, send more weapons? How can we provide them airplanes or missiles without technically violating laws of war, without technically violating the Geneva Convention, without technically declaring war on Russia? How can we wage war without suffering any of the consequences and how can we continue to wage war and continue to prop up this war and you know fund the ukrainian regime without uh without getting you know without really acting like we're doing it like that was the democrats and the republicans asked about iran and venezuela and the discussion i mean the whole first part of marco rubio's questioning was about the biden administration talking to venezuela and how that was undercutting our attempts to install a false president in Venezuela. So we have this guy Guaido or whatever, who's just a CIA plant that we have declared, the U.S. has declared, actually, that's the president of Venezuela. That's that guy. He's the president of Venezuela. Kind of like what we did in Ukraine, you know, installing a puppet regime uh, by, you know, overthrowing the uh, the regime we don't like. Kind of. So it's, it's weird, right? Because you've got, uh, you know, them asking about the connections with Venezuela and how upsetting it is to them that the Biden administration would circumvent the puppet that we're trying to install there in order to get gas to fund our military exercises in Ukraine, where we also installed a, a puppet president. But never once is there concern about how this affects the American people. Not once is there even the slightest talk about what the strategic goals are here, what the point of this is, what, you know, Putin wants. I mean, Zelensky now has basically said that he's open to discussing and possibly accepting the terms put down by Russia, which, hey, that could happen today and the war could be over right now. It could be done. It could be over. But Putin, ha- Putin isn't asking for full control of Ukraine. He wants Ukraine to sign a- an agreement to not join NATO, and he wants them to stop shelling the civilians in eastern Ukraine who voted to be a part of Russia, or at least not a part of Ukraine. Those are pretty reasonable stipulations as far as i'm concerned when the you know alternative is nuclear warfare and you know nuclear winter and the destruction of life on earth i think i think it might be worth it to maybe just talk about this a little bit but not once is this so it's like what you have is just a bunch of out of touch rich jackasses sitting around a room discussing all of their various machinations around the world how they're trying to control other countries without a single expression of concern for the american people without the hint of concern about why this war is going on or what we have you know what we can actually expect to get from this like why we we would be uh, doing this no no it's like well you're you're 
aggression in Ukraine is getting in the way of our aggression in, in Iran. And so you've got Republicans asking about Iran and then a Democrat pushing more war in Ukraine and then a Republican asking about Venezuela and their manipulations and CIA operations going on there. And then another Democrat asking about sending – you know, well, we've sent Patriot missiles and Tomahawk missiles, but are there any other types of missiles we can send? And then back to another Republican again saying, how dare you start talking to Iran while all of this is going on? Why, why are you t- – and it's just like this is it. This is the dying of the empire. This is the collapse of the republic. This is the out-of-touch, psychopathic oligarchs sitting around – playing like the world is a chessboard and they're mad that their pieces are being blocked by the Democrats' pieces as they try to manipulate and take advantage of uh, countries overseas. Not a single just, – just, you just toss it aside. You just go, well, and, and, what, and what do Americans gain from this? You know, and what are we actually trying to achieve here? And have we thought about whether this leads to further wider conflict and are we prepared for that? And why would we want that? And what what do we really have against Russia? You know, beyond the invasion of Ukraine, but that's something that we really started. So, like, what exactly is happening here? That discussion doesn't happen. Another discussion that doesn't happen is who exactly Victoria Newland is, how she got involved in all of this, how she actually was the controller who overthrew the Russian friendly president of Ukraine, along with George Soros. How she was the one that guaranteed the billion-dollar loan to Ukraine that allowed them to appoint their you know, puppet in the regime, that same billion dollars that then Joe Biden threatened to withhold unless Shokin, the Ukrainian prosecutor, stopped investigating him and his son. There are no questions about that. There are no questions about the involvement in Ukraine of various American oligarchs, politicians, and their families. So it's just – the United, the United States federal government right now is just an out – they're just a group of out-of-touch warmonger psychopaths whose only skill is taking your money and sending it by the billions to foreigners not to benefit you, not to benefit American security, but to benefit themselves, their own bank account, their own narcissistic power-hungry drive to control the world. And they have no power themselves. They're a bunch of old weirdos. Dumpy freaks. And the only power they have is the power that we have given them as American citizens. And that power is supposed to be predicated on the idea that they use that sacred power that we give them very responsibly and in a way that benefits the American people who elected them. Go watch the two hour video and see if that's reflected in the slightest in the way they talk about Ukraine. They don't even pretend to care anymore. This is an empire desperately trying to squeeze the last bit of juice out of its imperial lemon. The globalist social engineers always intended to push their COVID biomedical tyranny lockdowns until the populations rebelled. They would then use that as the pretext for permanent martial law and banning and arresting anybody that speaks out against their lies. But because of so many scientists and engineers and researchers and others coming public and, and whistleblowers, now their whole project is falling apart because the people are aware that it is a world government corporate takeover. And so it's pulling back the curtain now more than ever. 
The problem is some globalist-controlled areas are not going to give up on their takeover, like Canada, where they've now declared a civil emergency in martial law in Ontario, and other areas of the world are following suit, like Australia. So pray for these folks big time. This is a very serious situation. And stay tuned into InfoWars.com, because truth is absolutely paramount. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. In the southern back, part of gentlemen. Texas, in the town of San Antonio, is a fortress all in ruins that Get into Victoria Newland because I've got videos what the Russia state media and even the Chinese state media is saying about the new revelations of the bioweapons labs, the American bioweapons labs in operation in Ukraine. It's very interesting, and I want to show you those. But I want to take first a moment just to talk about who Vict- Victoria Newland is. She, of course, is the secretary, uh, the undersecretary of state for political affairs, which doesn't sound like a particularly important position. But this is just the latest in a long string of official positions held by Victoria Newland, in which she has unequivocally and without deviation advocated for, helped, planned, and create the most devastating and destructive wars in American history, at least in the past 50 years. She has been at the center of almost all of it in a really astounding way. First of all, her husband is a man named Robert Kagan. Robert Kagan was the founder of the Project of the New American Century, that is PNAC, and was one of the main architects and main driving forces behind the war in Iraq. He'd been advocating to overthrow Saddam Hussein since 1998, and PNAC uh, was founded, I believe, in 1997. But one of their main missions was to promote the idea that America should be involved in the Middle East and should go to war with Iraq to topple Saddam Hussein, something that Robert Kagan, the husband of Victoria Newland, helped to bring about in 2003. Now, at that time, Victoria Newland was actually the assistant to Dick Cheney and helped to coordinate and carry out the war in Iraq to, of course, disastrous consequences. But of course, PNAC, Project for a New American Century, but most people should know about this. It is the neocon think tank that led the, the ideology that created the quagmire in Iraq. But of course, The other side of that is something I've talked about here and something I discovered by doing research into what else, the Rockefeller lockstep document, and that was, of course, the role of CNAS. So you've got PNAC, Project for New American Century, and CNAS, the Center for New American Security, and they're the ones who came out with the training manual guide, Field Manual 324, FM 324, and that is what changed our counterinsurgency technique into one meant to bring a war to a swift end in order to exit the country into a permanent state of occupation. That was FM 324. If you want to talk about endless wars, if you want to talk about permanent warfare and wars that were designed to go on forever, it is directly attributable to CNAS, Center for New American Security, and their document, FM 324. Interestingly enough, who was the CEO of CNAS? Of course, Victoria Newland. So you've got Victoria Newland, CNAS, her husband, Robert Kagan, at PNAC. You've got the people creating the impetus for war in iraq and then the field manual and the redesign of military operations to keep us in iraq forever and that's really just the beginning i mean she's been in office since uh the clintons 
were, uh, were there from 1993 to 96. During Bill Clinton's presidency, Newland was chief of staff to Deputy Secretary of State Strobe Talbot before moving on to serve as deputy director of, for former Soviet Union affairs. So since the mid-90s, she has been a very big mover and basically the main American spokesperson for Eastern Europe. Uh, whether a part of the State Department or NATO or anything else. From 2003 to 2005, Newland served as the principal deputy foreign policy advisor to Vice President Dick Cheney, exercising an influential role during the Iraq War. From 2005 to 2008, during George Bush's second term, Newland served as U.S. ambassador to NATO in Brussels, where she concentrated on mobilizing European support for the U.S. occupation of Afghanistan. In the summer of 2011, Newland became special envoy for the conventional armed forces in Europe and then became a State Department spokesperson. So again, she just moves from position to position, power to power, messing everything up, leaving behind disaster and millions dead in her wake, and is promoted to her next catastrophe, which of course is Ukraine. In May 2013, Newland was nominated to act as Assistant Secretary of State for European and Eurasian Affairs and was sworn in on September 18, 2013. In her role as Assistant Secretary, she managed diplomatic relations with 50 countries in Europe and Eurasia, as well as with NATO, the European Union, and the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe. So very, very high-level positions. And, of course, you know, before, I, before I move on too far, uh, CNAS, the reason I you know, first started looking into it, was because of the Rockefeller document, because the person who published that was a guy called Peter Schwartz, who works for Global, who created a company called Global Business Network. They're the ones who actually put together and published the lockstep document as funded by the Rockefeller Foundation. Now, Peter Schwartz was also a main member in the Center for uh, a New American Security. So you've got P- Peter Schwartz and uh, Victoria Newland cavorting together and of course now peter schwartz works at salesforce which is owned by mark benioff who's klaus schwab's protege and uh heir to the throne of the davos world economic forum kingdom that they're creating so they're i mean they're all tied in together i said yesterday on twitter go to victoria newland's wikipedia just start clicking on names start clicking on links and you just find it an incredibly intricate web of corruption deception manipulation and control and she's very much at the center of it. So from 2000 to 2003, Newland was the U.S. permanent representative to NATO as the Bush administration then attacked and invaded Afghanistan. Now, the Afghan government did work uh, did offer at the time to work with the U.S. to remove al-Qaeda, but we rejected that. And after al-Qaeda was defeated, the U.S. could have left Afghanistan but instead stayed, establishing semi-permanent bases, split the country, and is still fighting two decades later. From 2003 to 2005, Newland was the principal foreign policy advisor to Vice President Dick Cheney, who helped plan and manage the war that toppled Saddam Hussein. Including making Bush administration's case for preemptive military actions based on Iraq's alleged weapons of mass destruction. And in spring 2011, Victoria Newland became the State Department spokesperson under Hillary Clinton as she ramped up the regime change assault on Muammar Gaddafi of Libya. So, again, what has this woman been involved in that has not turned into an absolute humanitarian disaster and utter catastrophe in the terms of national security? And yet, she remains, and yet she's p- promoted. She's given him more and more power and more and more greater positions than ever before, time and time again. Newland privilege. One reason that the Clintons and Hawks, such as Newland, wanted to overthrow Gaddafi was to get access to, Lib- to the Libyan military arsenal. That way they could funnel arms to insurgents seeking to overthrow the Syrian government. This was confirmed in secret DOD documents, which state, quote, during the immediate aftermath of and follow 
following the uncertainty caused by the downfall of Gaddafi regime in October 2011 and up until early September of 2012, weapons from the former Libyan military stockpiles located in Benghazi, Libya, were shipped from the port of Benghazi, Libya to the ports of Banias and the port of Borj Islam, Syria. Of course, this like it all ties in together, right? The catastrophe of Libya, which led to the killing of our ambassador, which was the big Benghazi affair that had to do with Hillary Clinton, which was threatened to be exposed by the Russians when they hacked the documents, which brought about the Russiagate conflict with uh, uh, President Trump, who then tried to get the Ukrainians to restart the investigation that the Bidens and Victoria Newland scuttled by using your tax dollars to blackmail them into no longer investigating them. And so he got impeached through that. So, I mean, it's all tied in together. It's all part of the same nefarious network of individuals carrying this out. And of course, this leads us to Ukraine, or as geopolitics.co puts it, Ukraine, the mess Victoria Newland made. Victoria Newland engineered Ukraine's regime change in early 2014 without weighing the likely chaos and consequences, just like Iraq, just like Syria, just like Libya, just like Afghanistan. Time and time again, these people put us in this position. They get our people killed. They get a million Iraqis killed. They cause Libya to become a completely failed state with open-air slave markets and, of course, the creation of the migrant crisis into Europe. It's all lays at the feet of this woman, Victoria Newland, her husband, Robert Kagan, and their compatriots in the national security spy state infrastructure. As Ukrainian army squares off against ultra-right and neo-Nazi militias in the West and violence against ethnic Russians continues in the East, the obvious folly of the Obama administration's Ukraine policy has come into focus even for many who tried to ignore the facts or of what you might call the, vest, the mess Victoria Newland made. Assistant Secretary for European Affairs Victoria Newland was the mastermind behind the February 22, 2014 regime change in Ukraine, plotting the overthrow of the democratically elected uh, a uh, uh, government of President Yanukovych while convincing the ever-gullible U.S. mainstream media that the coup wasn't really a coup, but a victory for, quote, democracy. We'll get into exactly how she orchestrated that and how she continues to push for war now. Two of our best-selling products are back in stock. Infowarstore.com. And they will sell out in the next three, four months before I get more of the product in if I sell it at full price. But I want those of you that have been on the fence about getting Winter Sun or getting X3 to try the products and see how amazing they are. And I believe you will then get hooked on them like myself, my family, and the crew are. So again, both these products are back in stock. Both X3 and Winter Sun, they are 50% off for a limited time because they're going to sell at this price, I would estimate in less than a month. So this is your chance to get X3 and experience the good halogens versus the halogens. This is your chance to have the highest quality vitamin D3 with vitamin K for your immune system as well. They're amazing, and they're at InfoWarsStore.com. And the reason this is a 360 win is it funds the operation. I need funds to run the operation. You need to be healthy. We need to stay on air. It's a match made in heaven. The first ten amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. 
GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click Follow, Share, Give, and Pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. This is The American Journal talking about Victoria Newland right now. And I'll tell you, before I watched the hearing yesterday, two-hour Senate hearing with Victoria Newland, I was a little bit more nuanced in my reading of the situation. Putin's obviously not a good guy. He's authoritarian. He's launched this war in Ukraine. But, of course, he's not doing it baselessly. He's doing it because he thinks it's in his national best interest. And, of course, if you listen to the uh, Russians, they'll you know, explain that there, you know, 14,000 civilians have been killed by Ukraine in eastern Ukraine in the, um, in, in those two, the, the two states uh, on the eastern side of that country. You know, lot, lots of different reasons, so a little bit more nuanced. Uh, at this point, I sort of realized that everything that America has been doing in Ukraine has led directly to this war and the people that – Putin is at war with right now, the same people that are at war with us. And it's people like Victoria Newland, sort of the best you know, primary example. Robert Perry has uh, written a lot about this. This is from as far back as 2015. So here's a story from March 20th, 2015. Victoria Newland and Robert Kagan have a great mom and pop business going from the State Department. She generates wars, and from the op-ed pages, he demands Congress buy more weapons. There's a payoff too, as grateful military contractors kicks in money to think tanks where Kagan's where the Kagan's work. Writes Robert Perry, neoconservative pundit Robert Kagan and his wife, Assistant Secretary of State Victoria Newland, run a remarkable family business. She sparked a hot war in Ukraine and helped launch Cold War II with Russia as he steps in to demand that Congress jack up military spending so America can meet these new security threats. The extraordinary husband and wife duo makes quite a one-two punch for the military-industrial complex, an inside-outside team that creates the need for more military spending, applies political pressure to ensure higher appropriations, and watches as thankful uh, weapons manufacturers lavish grants on like-minded hawkish war uh, Washington think tanks. Not only does the broader community of neoconservatives stand to benefit, but so do other members of the Kagan clan, including Robert's brother Frederick at the American Enterprises Institute and his wife Kimberly, who runs her own shop called the Institute for the Study of War. So it's amazing, isn't it? You have this family. I mean, this is, this is a mafia, right? This is a mafia at work behind the scenes because, as I've just laid out, Victoria Newland was a main driver behind the Afghanistan war was one of the primary organizers of the Iraq war in conjunction with her husband, Robert Kagan, who was you know, founder of PNAC, which was the think tank that gave the intellectual underpinning to justify the war in Iraq. And she moves on to Libya. Then she moves on to Syria. She moves on to Ukraine. I mean, it's like, it's like that cartoon of death, you know, going and knocking on each door and just leaving a, a puddle of blood behind. It's just continual murder. And she's been at the helm of this for the last 30 years or so. And the interesting thing about it is not once in that entire time, in that entire 30 years, has a single American civilian voted for her. 
Not once has she been put on a ticket. Not once has it been asked whether she actually serves the interest of America. All of these are appointments. She gets confirmed, of course, because of course she does. Because why wouldn't she? She's got the backing of the weapons manufacturers and the everything else in American politics. So why shouldn't she get confirmed? So she's never run for office. She's never been approved of by the American people. We have no say as to whether or not she gets a, a job except for by proxy through our corrupt representatives who we can see if you watch the hearing from yesterday have no interest whatsoever in what actually benefits the american people only in carrying out their global adventurism and imperial exercises around the world and so again we we come to ukraine the mess that victoria newland made for nearly a year and a half the west mainstream media and this is uh yeah, from just earlier this month. For nearly a year and a half, the West mainstream media, especially the New York Times and Washington Post, twisted their reporting into all kinds of contortions to avoid telling their readers that the new regime in Kiev is permeated by and dependent on neo-Nazi fighters and Ukrainian ultra-nationalists who wanted a pure-blood Ukraine without ethnic Russians. Any, missions, uh, any mention of the sordid reality that was deemed, Rush, was deemed Russian propaganda and anyone who spoke inconvenient truths was a st- stooge of Moscow. It wasn't until July 7th that the Times admitted the importance of neo-Nazis and their other ultra-nationalists in waging wars against ethnic Russian rebels in the East. The Times also reported these far-right forces have been joined by Islamic militants. Some of those jihadists have been called brothers by the hyper-brutal Islamic State. So this is what, uh, this is what Victoria Newland has helped to promote – as she uh, became the leading U.S. point person for the so-called Revolution of Dignity. And she was the one who was responsible as, again, this is Wikipedia, right? I mean, this isn't even <laughs> – forget your, your far-right uh, information sources. This is, this is Wikipedia. This is the established narrative. Newland was the lead point person for the Revolution of Dignity, establishing loan guarantees to Ukraine, including $1 billion loan guarantee in 2014, and the provisions of non-lethal assistance to the Ukrainian military and border guard. Along with Secretary of State John Kerry and Secretary of Defense Ash Carter, she's seen as a leading supporter of defensive weapons delivered to Ukraine. In 2015, Newland urged Ukraine to start prosecuting corrupt officials, saying it's time to start locking up people who have ripped off the Ukrainian population for too long, and it's time to eradicate the cancer of corruption. While serving as the Department of State's lead diplomat on the Ukrainian crisis, Newland pushed European allies to take a harder line on Russian expansionism. And then on June 7th, 2016, Foreign Relations Committee hearing uh, was held titled Russian Violations of Borders, Treaties, and Human Rights. Newland described U.S. diplomatic outreach to the former Soviet Union and efforts to build a constructive relationship with Russia. During her testimony, Newland noted Russia's 2014 invasion of Ukraine, which she said shattered any remaining illusions about this Kremlin's willingness to abide by international law or live by the rules of the institution that Russia joined at the end of the Cold War. Newland described four essential elements of the U.S. uh, foreign policy towards Russia, deter further aggression uh, through projection of strength and unity with allies, Build resilience and reduce vulnerability amongst friends and allies facing Russian pressure and coercion. Cooperate on core national security priorities when U.S. interests and Russia's do align. Uh, sustain ties to the Russian people and business community to preserve the potential for more constructive relationship in the future. But then it all kind of came to a head when on February 4, 2014, a recording of a phone call between Newland and U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine Jeffrey Priet or Piet, on January 28, 2014, was published on YouTube. The State Department and the White House suggested that an assistant to the Deputy Prime Minister of Russia was the source of the leak, but he denied it. In their phone conversation, Newland and Piat discussed who should join a unity government. 
Newland notified Piat that after a review of the three opposition candidates for the post of prime minister in Ukraine, the U.S. State Department had selected uh, Arseniy uh, Yatsenuk. She said, I think Yats is the guy who's got the economic experience, the governing experience. What he needs is Klitsch and Tanny Hook on the outside. What he needs to be talking to them four times a week. Newland told Priyat that the next steps should be to set up a f- telephone conversation between her and the three Ukrainian government's uh, candidates with Piat also participating. Piat agreed, saying, I think you reaching out directly to him helps with personality management amongst the three and gives it a chance for you to move fast and all that stuff and uh, put it behind us. And then, of course, Yatsenuk became pres- uh, prime minister of Ukraine on February 27, 2014. They discussed that the EU would not commit to mediate, and Newland added F the EU – According to the uh, and according to the Washington Post, she was referring to the slow-moving European efforts to address political paralysis and looming financial crisis in Ukraine. So I, I don't know if it can be any more clear. These people are not representing the American people. They have no interest in representing the American people. It doesn't even enter into their calculations whether or not this is a good thing for the American people, and they have no reason to because it's not the American people who appointed these people. Victoria Newland, who has just left a, a trail of bloody footprints from Iraq to Afghanistan to Libya, and she now stands at the doorway of Ukraine with a giant axe in her hand, threatening to destroy that country as well. Continual failure, continual catastrophe and disaster, weakening America in every possible respect, and yet she is continually appointed. She's continually giving more and more power. And even as she actively works to destroy democracy in Ukraine, unseat a democratically elected president, install a puppet to carry out their regime, and then through obstinance and ignorance and stupidity drives the conflict to the levels of hot war and now to the potential of nuclear exchange between us and Russia. Why? Why do we allow this woman to continue to hold office? Why do we allow her and her family and her compatriots to use America like a giant club to batter their enemies and leave Americans suffering, poor, and hated around the world as a consequence. In any just system, this woman would have been in prison 25 years ago. She would have been in prison the moment it was discovered that Iraq didn't really have any weapons of mass destruction. Oh, and here's the other thing. She was a large part of the Steele dossier. I didn't even get into that. But she was a, uh, a big pusher in the Steele dossier and was actually actively involved in it. Victoria Newland was a Obama State Department official and potentially Clinton's Secretary of State. Newland had a role in pushing Fusion's GPS conspiracy theories in the State Department and in the broader Obama administration. She received the Steele dossier just after it was created via John- Jonathan Weiner in July 2016. That was two months before the document was in the hands of the FBI. And, the, and these people run the country. No wonder. The globalist social engineers always intended to push their COVID biomedical tyranny lockdowns until the populations rebelled. They would then use that as the pretext for permanent martial law and banning and arresting anybody that speaks out against their lives. But because of so many scientists and engineers and researchers and others coming public and, and whistleblowers, 
Now their whole project is falling apart because the people are aware that it is a world government corporate takeover. And so it's pulling back the curtain now more than ever. The problem is some globalist controlled areas are not going to give up on their takeover, like Canada, where they've now declared a civil emergency and martial law in Ontario and other areas of the world are following suit, like Australia. So pray for these folks big time. This is a very serious situation. And stay tuned into Infowars.com because truth is absolutely paramount. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back. Second hour of American Journal. We'll be opening up phone lines at this hour. We'll be playing a a video here that's uh, pretty interesting. But just to finish up with Victoria New, we're just really scratching, scratching the surface here. This is just the tip of the iceberg when you really start digging down. But again, from Iraq to Libya to, I mean, all of these things, Victoria Newland is at the center of it. Never pays the price for it, never is responsible for the fact that she is a leading force behind conflicts that leaves America weakened and millions dead. She just continues on to her next appointment. And it's very interesting that you see these same names crop up time and time again in just about every scandal. So, of course, she was uh, behind the coup in Ukraine that installed the Western puppet president. And when Donald Trump started to investigate this and started to look into the way that the politicians in America were benefiting from the collapse of Ukraine and their sons and daughters and grandchildren were getting $50,000 a month positions with absolutely no ability to actually do the job other than that their parents are in the American uh, government. When Trump started to investigate that, of course, that's when the second impeachment came about with Alexander Vindman uh, saying that this was you know, something horrible happened and they had to stop Trump from investigating Ukraine or encouraging anybody to uh, investigate Ukraine. Let's go back to 2016 when Victoria Newland was a top Obama State Department official and potentially Clinton's Secretary of State should she have won. Newland had a role in pushing fusion GPS conspiracy theories in the State Department and in the broader Obama administration. She received the Steele dossier just after it was created via Jonathan Weiner. In July 2016, that was possibly two months before the document was in the hands of the FBI, unless the FBI had it sooner than we currently know. She then ultimately gave permission for the FBI to make contact with Steele, which was initiated by Michael Michael J. Gaeta, a FBI agent based in Rome who became Steele's handler. Steele even came to the State Department to directly brief officials on his work, paid for by the Clinton campaign. Newland had an awkward exchange with Senator Richard Burr where she claimed she actively avoided the Steele briefing but also said she didn't hear about the briefing until after it occurred because she is a congenital and hypocritical liar. Safe to say that if Newland was tied to the Trump campaign, she would already be indicted for perjury by Mueller's team of angry Democrats. That is the very least she could be charged with. Now, even if you don't understand all of these intricacies, you still might understand a simple fact that our leaders are treasonous, and that's what was expressed by Bryce Mitchell yesterday on the, on the Tucker Carlson program. Let's watch. Often denounced as unpatriotic or traitors to their country. Does that confuse you? Since the first thing you said was, I will fight and die for Arkansas. That'd be the greatest honor I could ever have, brother. So I'm, I'm far from... Uh, not being a patriot, you know, that'd be the greatest thing I could do is die defending this land. So I'm not afraid to do that. I'm just not wanting to go waste my life fighting for some of these battles that I don't even believe in. I, if, uh, you know, our, our, I believe our 
leaders, a lot of these elites are guilty of treason. What they've done is just uh, treasonous, and you know, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about a little bit. It, it's it's funny that they're accusing you of treason. Um, why do you think almost everyone in the media, and I mean almost everybody, and both political parties, and of course the White House, are all on the same page that you need to get behind this war with Russia? Why is that so important to them? Do you have any sense? Well, I don't exactly know what their agenda is with the whole war on Russia, but I do know that um, all that money that's going to the Biden family through Hunter Biden, um, he's not, he doesn't have the merit for that position he's got over there. They've used our tax dollars to bribe him a job, you know. Um, if me or you did what Nancy Pelosi did and got millions in stocks, we'd go to prison for insider trading. But she does it, and, and she's filthy rich. So these, their families are getting um, very greatly compensated while they're taxing us to death inflation's higher than ever they close down all of our pipelines and wonder why the price of oil uh has, has gone through the roof uh these people are trying to destroy our country because they are profiting off the downfall of our country and if y'all don't see what's going on you are blinded every day um you know our inflation gets worse our debt gets worse um, our, our actual currency is controlled by a small group called the Federal Reserve. That ain't really? You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Second hour of the American Journal. I'll go ahead and open up phone lines right now. Then I'm going to dial if you want to call in and have any comments about the angel of death, Victoria Newland, or her husband, Robert Kagan, or any of their fellows in the military-industrial complex that have led us into catastrophe after catastrophe and suffered no consequences from it. Give us a call. Number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call here at American Journal. And, of course, Victoria Newland made big news yesterday when she confirmed the QAnon conspiracy theory, when she actually said it was correct that we have bioweapons labs in Ukraine that we help operate and that create biological weapons. That was the question she was asked. She was asked, does Ukraine have any biological weapons Research And she said, uh, well, there are these labs. Yeah, there are these labs that we fund and help run, and we're worried that if Russia gets their hands on them, they'll release, uh, release a, a bioweapon, you know, lab-created bioweapon in the Ukrainian people. Of course, perfectly laying the groundwork for a false flag. And wouldn't that just be the perfect storm? I mean, isn't this what the globalists are salivating over? Just imagine, COVID 2.0 is released, and instead of being like COVID with a very low death rate – and uh, you know, really not that severe of an illness if you're a healthy person. You know, originally, it was suggested that some huge percentage of people who, ca- who caught COVID would die from it. And it turned out you know, we based projections off those numbers, locked down, and did all this other crap off those numbers. turned out to be completely false, completely wrong, completely baseless, and scientifically invalid. But what would happen if, I don't know, uh, airborne Ebola was suddenly released? If there's some sort of cancer virus release that really did kill 50% of the people, then wouldn't those lockdown measures actually be necessary? Wouldn't the lockdown that would 
that would uh, precede that or come from that, wouldn't that be the wouldn't that make the original COVID lockdown look like a cakewalk in comparison? And then combine that with the idea that if the Americans were to release this bioweapons bioweapon uh, attack, they could easily blame it on Russia. So here you have the propaganda storm of the Russian war combined with the propaganda storm of COVID. That's total control right there. That's all you need. That's it. That's, that's game over. And, of course, the only way we can prevent this from happening is exposing it before it does and pointing to the exact people that are behind this, that have carried this out, that have laid the groundwork for not just the war, but that also carry on the operation of these bioweapons labs. And, of course, that's Victoria Newland, angel of death. But let's now look at what some of the Chinese and Russia media are saying about the actions of our government. And again, this is our fault. If we don't hold these people to account, if we don't demand that these people be removed, prosecuted, hell, send them to Russia. I couldn't care less. Send Victoria Newland to Russia. I think that should be our big move. I think we can save America if we just pack Victoria Newland and her husband in a crate and drop them off in Moscow. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be a sacrifice we'd all be willing to make? We wouldn't have to die for it. We wouldn't have to be bankrupted for it. We wouldn't have to suffer nuclear exchange for these people's machinations. These are the people who are putting this forward. These are the people that are creating this quagmire. These are the people that need to suffer the consequences from them. Send them to Russia. They can carry out whatever justice they see fit as they recognize that uh, these people are behind it. In fact, you can find articles. I don't know if I have it here, but the – There are all these articles that are like, Russia shows its misogyny as it talks about Victoria Newland. It's like, oh, it's misogyny. It's because she's a woman. Of course, it's not because she's an angel of death who is working behind the scenes to funnel weapons into Ukraine and prolong that conflict and bring us to war. No, they must be misogynists. So, you know, the Russians know about this woman. They know what she's up to, and they uh, probably can come up with a great way to deal with her. Let's go now to... This clip of Russian state TV talking about the newly revealed and confirmed by the American government bioweapons labs in Ukraine. Let's watch. The United States of America, there was a statement made by the Deputy Secretary of State, Victoria Nuland, leave no doubt, will will not leave an opportunity for Washington to keep silence this time. We remember how many years and also their... Their attempts uh, while spilling blood to find biological and chemical weapons throughout the world, while in fact occupying, killing people. They were looking in the wrong place. We have found instead of you. We have found your own products. We have found your biological material. It was developed primarily for military purposes. As it turns out, it was all happening in Ukraine. What were you doing there? It's a different continent. It has no borders with you. There are no bases of yours. What were they doing there under the guise of scientific research? Your specialist, among others, On a regular basis, they were giving instructions to the Ukrainian side as to the purposes of their studies involved. Now, considering that we have the 
evidence that cannot be refuted. We demand that you provide details. The world must know. Sounds reasonable. Seriously. I'm serious. Um, I, think, I say we pack New Linden in a crate and send her to, to answer for uh, what she's been up to in Ukraine. It's not just Russia, of course. The Chinese foreign minister uh, spoke out on this. Chinese foreign ministry spokesperson Zhao Lijian on American bioweapons labs. Let's watch clip number five. Recently, the U.S. biological labs in Ukraine have indeed attracted much attention. According to reports, in these facilities, a large quantity of dangerous viruses are stored. Russia has found during its military operations that the U.S. uses these facilities to conduct military plans. According to data released by the U.S., it has 26 labs in Ukraine. The U.S. has 336 labs in 30 countries under its control. The U.S. has also conducted many biological military activities in Fort Detrick. What is the true intention of the U.S.? What has it done specifically? The international community has long held doubts. Once again, we urge the U.S. to give a full account of its biomilitary activities at home and abroad and accept multilateral verification. Again, folks, we didn't vote for this. We didn't approve this. This wasn't done on behalf of the American people or for the benefit of the American people. The people running our country right now see us as nothing more than cattle to be milked, to be driven in whichever way they deem fit and that's directly towards the slaughterhouse that's the truth we are under attack just as much as the ukrainians or the russians are it's just in a much more subtle and efficient way the people that now occupy the highest rungs of our government are openly traitorous they don't even pretend to care about the american people they don't even just offer a few words to try to justify what they're doing. They don't need to anymore. Why should they? They don't need to appeal to the American people. We're not the ones that choose them. They choose each other. They pick each other. They appoint each other, and they confirm each other. Then they carry out this adventurism thousands of miles away for which we have to pay the cost, for which we are going bankrupt, for which our country is being torn asunder, in which our gas is being cut off and our industry destroyed for these people's prerogatives for these people's narcissistic solipsistic obsession with gaining power and installing a new world order where they have control over every country just like they have control over ours fight back now folks please go to infowarsstore.com to support us you know this information is dangerous you know there's a reason mainstream media isn't reporting on this you know there's a reason that they're attacking infowars with everything they've got even now, if you try to go to InfoWars.com, it might take you a few tries because, yeah, we're under cyber attack as well. They're throwing everything they have at us, folks. And all we have to throw back is the goodwill of the American people at InfoWarsStore.com. Help us fight back. Help us maintain the truth in this sea of despicable lies. So I did it. I signed up for the Austin Marathon. I've been training probably not as much as I should be, but thank goodness for prayer and thank goodness for InfoWarsStore.com. Before I set out on a run, I throw down some Turbo Force to give me that energy I need to get going. You know, besides the energy, Turbo Force 
It is giving me the vitamins I need, like vitamin C to keep me healthy, and the essential B vitamins, plus the amino acids for sustained energy, giving me the best chance at getting through the training. And then every day now, I'm taking Dr. Jones Soreless. I have bad joints. Thanks, Mom. So this is great for giving my joints the extra support they need right now, plus inflammation support and extra flexibility. The quick-release capsules help me recover fast so I can get back to the training. Even if you're not crazy enough to take on a marathon, good news, Turbo Force, that can still give you the energy and clarity you need for every day, and Soreless can keep you moving and feeling great at any age. We here at InfoWars are proud to announce the first ever Kava Kava Root Supplement that is now available at InfoWarsStore.com. Kava is one of the hottest new breakthroughs in the natural health world today, though it has been used for hundreds of years in the Pacific Islands for its relaxation and euphoric effects. According to ancient Samoan legend, Kava was given as a gift by the sun god Tagaloa, who they considered to be the supreme ruler and creator of the universe. The Samoan people would drink kava tea during social gatherings and sacred ceremonies to loosen up a little. Nowadays, kava is used around the world by many who enjoy its serious benefits. The new Kava Chill by Dr. Jones Naturals contains a full blend of not only kava kava, but other herbs including, but not limited to, German chamomile, organic skullcap, and valerian root. We do expect to sell this new product quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Yes, folks, it's the Neocon Mafia. Cosa Nostra. The family. Kagan family. I, I mean, I'm just reading more about this during the break. When you pay attention to this stuff, you tend to seem prescient, right? Here's a, another article by Robert Perry. He was the author of the article I was reading earlier. But he wrote this in March of 2017. Five years ago, he wrote, The Kagans are back, wars to follow. Neocon royalty Kagans are counting on Democrats and liberals to be the foot soldiers in the new neocon campaign to push Republicans and President Trump into more regime change wars, reports Robert Perry. The Kagan family, America's neoconservative aristocracy, which is too lofty of a word. They're a mafia. They're thugs. Has reemerged, having recovered from the letdown over not gaining its expected influence from the election of Hillary Clinton and from its loss of official power at the start of the Trump presidency. He goes on to talk about the fact that the Kagans including uh, Victoria Newland, uh, wife of Robert Kagan, who founded the Project for the New American Century, uh, were behind the push for conflict with Russia from the beginning. And he says, after his surprising victory, Trump, for all of his many shortcomings, uh, shortcomings, recognized the neocons were not his friends and mostly left them out in the cold. Newland not only lost her politically appointed job as assistant secretary, but also resigned from foreign service, too. With Trump in the White House, official Washington's neocon-dominated foreign policy establishment was down but far from out. The neocons were tossed a lifeline by Democrats and liberals who detested Trump so much they were happy to pick up Newland's fallen banner of the new Cold War with Russia. As part of a dubious scheme to drive Trump from office, Democrats and liberals hyped evidence-free allegations that Russia had colluded with, Trump, with the Trump team to rig U.S. elections. Of course, the reality was that Ukrainian oligarchs uh, did a lot more – manipulating of the american electoral system than russia ever did robert kagan took to the high profile op-ed page of the washington post to bait key republicans such as representative devin nunez 
chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, who was pictured above the Post article and its headline, quote, running interference for Russia. Yeah, if you don't want to go to war with Russia, then you're really on their side. Kagan wrote, it would have been impossible to imagine a year ago the Republican Party's leaders would be effectively serving as enablers of Russian interference in this country's political system. Yet, astonishing, astonishingly, that is the role the Republican Party is playing. Kagan then reprised official Washington groupthink that, ex- uh, that accepted without skepticism the claims from President Obama's outgoing intelligence chiefs that Russia had, quote, hacked Democratic emails and released them via WikiLeaks to embarrass the Clinton campaign. Though Obama's intelligence officials offered no verifiable evidence to support the claims and WikiLeaks denied getting the two batches of emails from the Russians, the allegations were widely accepted across official Washington as grounds for discrediting Trump and possibly seeking his removal from office. Of course, they attempted that removal when he started to investigate Russia and their involvement in the American political campaign and their connections to the oligarchs here in the United States. And, of course, the Steele dossier was funneled to the FBI, at least in part, with help from Victoria Newland. As Washington Times reports, former tech, st- uh, State Department official Victoria Newland, who reportedly connected FBI officials to the former British spy who wrote the infamous anti-Trump dossier, will testify before the Senate Intelligence Committee next week. According to the book Russian Roulette, she played an instrumental role in the evolution of Christopher Steele's negative campaign research on then-presidential candidate Donald Trump in 2016 by giving permission for an FBI agent in London to meet with a former U.K. intelligence officer. Russian Roulette uh, – and with, yeah, this was from uh, 2018. Mr. Steele's 35-page dossier, an unverified collection of raw opposition research created to destroy Mr. Trump's candidacy and paid for by the Democrats, kicked off unprecedented speculation and investigation into possible collusion between the Trump campaign and the Kremlin, which Mr. Steele alleged. So this is all Russiagate, right? This is all Russiagate. This is all one singular scandal. And by looking at Victoria Newland, we get to the heart of the matter. Now I want to go out to your phone calls, hear what you have to say about this. We have Sticker Bandit in Nashville doing God's work, spreading the, spreading the word of InfoWars through strategic sticker placements. Thanks for calling in. Sticker Bandit, you're on the air. Thank you, and absolutely. Um, I don't think Putin's a bad guy here. I don't agree with everything he does, but especially when uh, Russia knew about these bio labs, uh, if Russia did to us what we've done to them, what would we do? And how would we feel? Um, right. Our government is a bunch of neocon rhino war hogs doing the bidding of the globalists. Nothing. Uh, like Dick Cheney, Robert Kagan, Lindsey Graham. And I don't think this is going to stop until it's at our doorstep. I don't think people get it. And yeah. that's all. Yeah. That's I all mean, I got to say about that. No, you're extremely right, and and you put it so well. And again, look at look at the mess they've already made, right? Look at the mess in Libya. Look at the mess in Iraq. Look at the mess in Syria. Look at the mess now occurring in Ukraine. And these people don't blink an eye. They couldn't care less, right? Their actions, their decisions, their mistakes, their lies have led to literally millions of people dead. And not only do they not suffer from it, not only do we not hold them to account, and does our government not, you know, do away with these people? That continually lead us down the primrose path to ultimate destruction, but they don't—they don't even—it doesn't even affect them. Like they don't even care. They—they they don't even no. like you know. It, it means nothing to them. You think they'd feel any different about the American people? You think if they were responsible for a conflict that caused a million Americans to die instead of Iraqis, they would care any more or less? Of course not. They're not going to well, be the ones. The 
suffering. So, Go ahead. Sorry. They didn't care about Benghazi. They didn't care about the people in Benghazi. So, yeah. 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 So we may be next on the chopping block. Thank you so much for the call, Sticker Bandit. Thanks for the uh, great work that you do and, the, and yeah, very poignant points there. Let's go now to uh, Luke in Florida who has an observation on Newland and Russian false flags. Yeah, the Russians, well known for their false flag attempts, right? Of course. Go ahead, Luke. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, great expose uh, on her. Don't hear that anywhere. Um, yeah, no, I just thought it was really rich listening to her saying, yeah, that, well, it's well known that the Russians, like you were just saying, like the Russians blame the other guy for what they themselves are planning to do or are doing. And I thought that's, she's doing that right in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. She is, she's, it's like a projection of a projection. You know? I know. These people are constantly, they're constantly projecting. It's like the pot calling the kettle black constantly. They don't see or understand that when you point, a, when you point at somebody and you point your fingers, there's three pointing back at you. Right. You know, so what I don't understand is if we could just ask them when they when they make a, a claim or a statement, can we say, well, look, can we turn that around and it, can we apply that to you in any way, in any shape or form? Can that be applied to you at all? So my 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 slogan is turn it around. If you could turn it around, you could possibly shut it down. Mm. You know, well, so, I mean, the. the- I mean, don't you think the thing is, Luke, that like they know they're lying, they know exactly what they're doing, and this is just the chutzpah that they have, this is just the confidence and narcissism that they have, that they just get up and blame Russia for doing exactly what they're doing without blinking an eye and without it even really, like they don't feel guilty about it, like they don't, you know, they they don't feel like they're getting away with something, they feel like, no, this is what I need to do in order to progress my agenda, like, it's, I mean, it's like watching an interrogation with a mass murderer, like a serial killer. And they'll just, yeah. they just lie, you know, openly. Just, no, I've, I've never met that person in my life. Never heard of her. Don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, we have you on film killing her. So, like, stop lying. Like, this is just them yeah. openly, blatantly lying. And the real issue is that the Republicans, their only concern is stopping them from negotiating with Iran. Like, that's all they care about. Stopping them from yeah. undercutting the CIA coup going on in Venezuela right now. That's their concern. Yeah. They could care less about the lies. No, it's a great point, Luke, and I appreciate the call. And we'll go out to more of your calls on the other side. We'll show you some more clips of what Russia has to say about all of this. And uh, this is not a war between America and Russia. This is a war between Russia and the American elites who have led us into catastrophe after catastrophe. Good riddance to them. Two of our best-selling products are back in stock. Infowarstore.com. And they will sell out in the next three, four months before I get more of the product in. Sell it at full price. But I want those of you that have been on the fence about getting Winter Sun or getting X3 to try the products and see how amazing they are. And I believe you will then get hooked on them like myself, my family, and the crew are. So again, both these products are back in stock. Both X3 and Winter Sun, they are 50% off for a limited time because they're going to sell out at this price, I would estimate, in less than a month. So this is your chance to get X3 and experience the good halogens versus the bad halogens. This is your chance to have the highest quality vitamin D3 with vitamin K for your immune system as well. They're amazing, and they're at InfoWarsStore.com. And the reason this is a 360 win is it funds the operation. I need funds to run the operation. You need to be healthy. We need to stay on air. It's a match made in heaven. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
You're watching The American Journal. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. We'll go directly out to your phone calls now. I do have a bit of a longer video of a Russian military officer talking about their, uh, saying they uncovered a plot by Ukrainians to release a bio- biological weapon in the country with NATO's help. So I want to go to that in just a little bit, but let's take some phone calls first. Let's go to Sean in California. Thanks for calling in. Sean, you are on the air. Hey, Harrison. Great to hear you again. Great seeing you guys at InfoWars and American Journal doing a lot of God's work for us. And uh, I didn't really have a topic, but I just found a topic. I'm uh, coming home from work. Just went by the neighborhood bookstore. If you got a pen and paper, you guys might want to write this down. At Cellar Door Books on Saturday, April 2nd, looks like 2 p.m., I'll try to send you guys a, a photo to show tips. They're going to have a drag queen story time basically three blocks from where I live. Oh, good. So, where, And where are you located, Sean? Riverside, California, 92507 zip code. Again, it's Cellar Door Books at the Canyon Crest Town Center, Saturday, April 2nd, 2 p.m. They're doing drag queen story time. So I just figure, you know, maybe we should show up and, uh, you know, show our brand of uh, support for uh, storytelling and, uh, you know, showing kids uh, that, yes, and education is important because if you're halfway educated, you're not going to want to run around in a dress all day long. Just saying. <laughs> interesting. Interesting uh, idea, Sean. I have no comment on that. Well, I'm not being judgmental, but knowing, you know, that organization's uh, record with uh, prior convictions, what was it, two out of seven at the group that was out of Austin, Texas? Yeah. I'm just kind of thinking, uh, you know, you shine a light and see what scatters. Yeah, like cockroaches. I agree. It's a good idea, Sean. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you were talking about Victoria Newland and Kagan. I'll tell you something. When Peanut came out and I was a little Marine reservist back in the late 90s there, we all knew we were going back to Iraq. Our training was for that. Right. Now the Marines are training for island hopping. The only place you really do island hopping is South China and the Pacific. So what is the Marine Corps getting ready for next? You have to get thrown into the meat grinder once again to benefit these uh, psychopathic oligarchs. Uh, unless well, we stop it, unless we, you know, oust these people and drive them out of uh, the country, honestly, then, you know, they're going to keep that's, running things. They're going to keep sending Americans to die for their own benefit. Yeah. Well, that's the angle. They'll, sit, they'll send our best and brightest to Ukraine. Taiwan gets hit by China while we're busy over there. And then when we try to reclaim Taiwan, they grind up the remainder. And yep. then that just leaves the country wide open for the lockdowns that they have in mind. Uh, our state here, we got a bunch of state legislature nonsense going through with more lockdown procedures, including fines for businesses that don't comply. It, it's, it's really bad out here. Yep. So for those of you who want to get a hold of me, uh, Harrison, if you want me to set up an interview or something with you later or leave contact info, I want to get this uh, California General Drill Assembly with even more members as part of our further National Assembly movement. Because if you go into the courts alone, they don't take that as much weight. They'll just dismiss you. You go in with a lawfully formed assembly and your paperwork in order, they have to listen to you. You can pull a sheriff's oath, federal marshal's oath, all of that stuff. But if you're going in just because you want to go after a bond, that sets you up for failure if that judge has a bad day and just wants to get you into court or pay for terrorism. Interesting. You well, I, you know, I, like, I like that idea, being offensive and actually uh, taking these people to task. I'm all for it, Sean. If you can give... Uh 
or just get get my information, get my email from the uh, producer. Uh, don't hang up, but uh, we're going to move on to a different call, and the producer will talk to you uh, behind the scenes here. But let's go now to who has been on the longest. Uh, looks like Andreas on Highway 70 uh, has some comments about uh, Newland and some sort of lizard. <laughs> I don't know what this is about. Thanks for calling in. Andreas, you're on the air. God bless you, Harrison. God bless your family. I love you, brother. I've been a listener for 20 years. I listen to you every day on the freeways. I'm a truck driver. And uh, God bless Rob Dew. I love that guy, man. So do and I. I'm so Thank happy, you. Right? I'm so happy that you're discussing uh, You're doing an excellent job, Expose, breaking her down. And we need to call these people out. If we live in clown world, our weapon is information and these people, what do you call them, the globalists, the elite, the oligarchs, the easy term to understand what they are is they are lizards, okay? Right. Their constitution is cold-blooded. Their bill of lizardry is stealing eggs and sucking the yolks out of them. And if you listen closely, their anthem is... <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what these people are. Remove all lizards. Remove all lizards. We need a, a lizard political extermination, I think. Political, I said. Dang it. Yeah. No, nah, the, the, you're right, yeah, though. They're, you they're, cold, they're cold-blooded, man. They're, uh, they do have that, that lizard lifeless look in their eyes, don't they? Yes. And just like that analogy, that uh, Aesop fable, the scorpion and the frog that you discussed the other day, yeah. you don't try to understand or try to you know, figure these out. You just identified the lizard. And you just remove. Uh, sorry, you're fading out there a little bit, Andreas. I'm sorry that happens sometimes when you're uh, driving down the road, moving from tower to tower. I have another mountain. All right, yeah, well, I love you, brother. All right, I appreciate the call. Love you too, man. Uh, thanks so much for the call. Give us a call back uh, uh, another time. Uh, let's move on to the next call here. Let's go to Jay in California, another California caller. Thanks for calling in, Jay. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, how's about a positive Eva instead of a Antiva, and let's put some money in a cryptocurrency fund and hire some expendables and take out these monsters. But I'm, I'm in, a, in a nice kind of way, but maybe not so nice. I'm in California today, and I'm uh, passing the words out of the program, and I wouldn't mind contributing. I, I mean, I buy all your products, and I wouldn't mind contributing, you know, on a regular basis. This new proof, uh, President Trump uh, site, I haven't been able to get on because I'm not going to give him a nickel. But they, it would be nice if there was a positive site that you could get on and get the truth like you guys put out the truth. And uh, that, that's kind of where I'm at. I just uh, I, I run into a lot of positive minded drivers and that know all about what's going on. And um, these people are monsters. And. We need maybe some biographies on some stickers that we could pass out and put them in different places. And, you know, everybody from Fauci to Lindsey Graham. I mean, that guy, oh, yeah, you know, take out Putin and stuff. Yeah, he's a troublemaker, and he doesn't contribute anything to the, to the positiveness. You're right. Well, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at today. Well, you know, you're, you're exactly right. And I think, uh, honestly, I think exposing Victoria Newland. Uh, you know, even if she's not the only one, like, you know, she's one cog in a, in a very large machine that's pulling all of this off. But the fact that she's had a central role in every single one of these disasters and that her husband was the primary mover behind Iraq, like people right now 
you know, they don't have the truth, but they really don't have anything, right? What they believe is that Russia, for no reason at all, because it's run by an insane person that that's just doing whatever he wants for no reason, internal or external. He's just attacking Ukraine just because he feels like because he thinks it'll be fun. Like that's that's as deep as their analysis goes. If you can expose them, go, here's why we're at war in Ukraine. If you want to know why we're at war in Ukraine, look at Victoria Nuland. Look at the way that she has left country after country in devastation and ruin with millions of lives lost and open slave markets being practiced in Libya and is the, is the primary mover behind the coup carried out in Ukraine that brought us to this point in the first place. You need to ask them, is this, is this person worth dying for? How many American lives are worth the sacrifice for Victoria Nuland's ambitions, for Victoria Nuland's psychopathy and power-hungry madness? Like if you can get across to people like this is what it's really about, this is what the conflict is really about, and this is what the media is not telling you because they're in on it as well because this is a mafia in operation with control over most of our major industries. If we can let people know that and expose that to people, then they'll understand that the war in Ukraine is not only pointless – for you know, for us to get involved, but be, will be hugely damaging, and that these people pulling it off have done it over and over again, and couldn't care less. They don't care about you. They don't care about the Ukrainian people. They are monsters. Monsters. Well said, Jay. I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. More of your calls, more videos, uh, and what we'll, we'll dig into. Of course, some of what's going on with the gas situation here in America as. Once again, we've reached our second day of record highs in gas prices. And despite the fact that this has been a trend for the last year and a half, they're actually telling you it's because of Russia, because they really think you're that stupid. They despise you that much. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male pack. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. Alex Jones here with a very simple proposal for all our great InfoWars listeners and viewers. If you will simply get X3 with all three types of good iodine that boost your immune system and help everything that goes on your body at the cellular level, it will change your life. It will invigorate you. It will empower you. Almost everyone has iodine deficiency. Look into it for yourself. It's the opposite of fluoride. It's the good halogen. And then your purchase of X3 funds our operation. Now, a lot of our products have been sold out and never came back in because of the lockdowns and supply chain breakdowns. We were sold out of X3 for a long time, and I had it on sale for 50% off, and a lot of folks were getting it. And I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to bring it back on sale again just until it sells out because even though we won't make as much money in the long run, a lot of folks need this product, and we need to get the money from the sales in now to stay on air. So your X3 right now at 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. 
listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. This is The American Journal. We'll go out to your phone calls momentarily. Let me just give you an update as to where we are in this war with Russia, in this new Cold War, in this desperate attempt by the neocon scumbags that control us to get us into yet another devastating quagmire for their own benefits. Infowars.com has the stories. Zelensky signals openness to accepting Putin's terms on ending the war. Ukrainian President uh, Volodymyr Zelensky's whole, quote, get as many civilians killed as possible to con NATO into starting World War III strategy isn't working. No, unfortunately, it's not. Ukrainian President Volodymyr, uh, Vol- Volodymyr Zelensky denounced unkept promises by the West, saying that the responsibility for the casualties from Russia's ongoing invasion rests on those who were not capable of to take a decision in the West for 13 days. Now, Russia has claimed it will stop the war immediately if Ukraine agrees to cease military action, to change the constitution to enshrine neutrality, in other words, not to go with Russia or NATO, but simply be a buffer state that doesn't serve the interests of either. They want them to recognize Crimea as Russian territory and recognize the Russian-controlled areas of Donetsk and Luhansk as independent states. That, according to the Kiev Independent, now seems like Zelensky, is willing to negotiate on this, which is good. I'm in favor of not having this war go on any longer than it has to. Zelensky said he's no longer pressing for NATO membership in Ukraine, delicate issue. That was one of Russia's stated reasons for invading its pro-Western neighbor. In another apparent nod aimed at placating Moscow, Zelensky said he's open to compromise on the status of two breakaway pro-Russian territories that President Vladimir Putin recognized as independent just before unleashing the invasion on February 24th. The alliance is afraid of controversial things in confrontation with Russia, the president added. Accept his terms, apologize to the people, you got killed for nothing, and back to your dancing in your village people outfit. I want to play a video of Zelensky right now. Clip number 13 here. As you may know, Zelensky was a comedian before he was president. Let's take a look at some of the uh, jokes he likes to tell. Clip 13. This is normal for us Europeans. Today, our president, the most important one, Barack Obama, has promised that we will join NATO soon, as an American henchman, of course. Always a little bit of truth in the heart of jokes, isn't there? If you can, please send me Hitler's book, Mein Kampf. They are sold out here. It's funny because of all the neo-Nazis in Ukraine. Sometimes I do morning exercises on the balcony, he says. I do it like this, from the heart to the sun. And there he is uh, doing the Nazi salute. Well, it's needless to say, you know, yeah, so uh, hilarious, obviously. Just just rollicking, rollickingly funny. Just I, I can hardly contain myself at how funny this is. But of course, there's a little bit of truth at the bottom of every uh, joke, isn't there? The joke of... They, joined, they wanted to join NATO as henchmen of the United States. Not really a joke if you don't put it in a joking fashion. Actually true. And, uh, of course, the fact that many of the paramilitary and military battalions that support the current Ukrainian regime are quite literally neo-Nazis. That's uh, another big joke, I guess. Another big joke. 
So it seems like there may be perhaps some peaceful end to this conflict. That is, of course, unless America gets its way and allows this conflict to spiral out of control into nuclear exchange. Again, the story is at Infowars.com. U.S. intelligence officials warned Putin could nuke a Ukrainian city. U.S. intelligence officials claimed Tuesday that Vladimir Putin is desperate to end the conflict over Ukraine, with some privately suggesting he could set off a tactical, tactical nuclear weapon in a Ukrainian city to get the job done. Certainly, it would never be an American operation to carry out a false flag attack to blame on Russia in order to encourage further warfare. We would never do such a thing. I mean, that's like saying we would fake a chemical attack in Syria to get us further embroiled in that conflict. <laughs> never happened, folks, unless you listen to the OPCW, <laughs> unless you listen to the uh, you know people that monitor this sort of stuff who pretty much conclusively decided that is what happened in Syria, and it may be happening again here in Ukraine. The heads of the CIA, FBI, NSA, Defense Intelligence Agency, and the Director of National Intelligence. Wow. I mean, if you want to talk about a, a group of trustworthy people, if you want to talk about a group of people who love the American populace and do nothing but serve them unquestioningly and never have their own agenda that they're pursuing and never have once lied Americans into war for their own benefit, that's who you're talking about here, the CIA, the FBI, the NSA. When I hear these terms, I think of stalwart, respectable, honest, and responsible governorship. Look at all those ribbons he has on his jacket. How could he not be the real deal? You ever seen that meme that's uh, it's like Dwight D. Eisenhower's got like one ribbon? And it's like, this guy won the, won the Second World War. And it's like the current generals and their whole chest is covered in ribbons. And it's like, hasn't won a single war in decades. They celebrate themselves. They reward themselves. They fail continuously, and then they're promoted. The intelligence officials spoke, all spoke at a House Select Committee on Intelligence hearing and all claimed Putin is frustrated with the slow pace of invasion. The intelligence officials also claimed that up to 4,000 Russian troops have been killed in the past two weeks. And they say Lieutenant uh, General Scott Barrier, director of the Pentagon's Defense Intelligence Agency, added that Putin has, quote, invested in tactical nuclear weapons, saying, I also believe that when he says something, we should listen very, very carefully and maybe take him at his word, Barrier warned. Well, now, I mean, obviously now, not before, not before when he was saying, look, this is going to lead to war, not before when he was saying stop meddling in Ukraine because things are spiraling out of control, not before when he said you're sponsoring neo-Nazi death squads. Who are killing ethnic Russians, including children, and have killed more than 14,000. Ignore him then. But now we've really got to listen to this guy. We've got to pay attention here. Of course, also at Infowars.com, neocons working to foment insurgency in Ukraine turned country into next Afghanistan. The neocons by, uh, guiding the Biden regime behind the scenes have openly stated that the purpose of arming Ukrainians to the teeth is to foment an insurgency and drag the war on in perpetuity as part of a U.S. proxy war with Russia. Neocon Iraq war architect uh, Elliot A. Cohen laid out their goals plainly in an article for neocon Jeffrey Goldberg's The Atlantic, calling it the strategy that can defeat Putin. They call for a U.S.-led coalition of liberal democratic states that could pursue three objectives. They should rest on three pillars, vigorous and imagine, imaginative military support to Ukraine, regular and irregular forces, support to the Ukrainian military, and should Ukrainian cities fall to the continuing insurgency has the prospect of exceptional success. Well, exceptional success. I'm convinced, folks. I mean, it's worked so well in the past. Let's do it again. Of course, this is a hugely unpopular decision 
in wider America. And anybody who's actually paying attention, as we showed with that clip of Bryce Mitchell a little bit earlier, everybody recognizes these people don't have our best interests in mind. There's nothing worth fighting for Americans uh, over in Ukraine. The only thing that has happened there that has to do with America is the fact that we fomented this conflict and encouraged this invasion in every way that we possibly could. Ruined every chance at diplomacy. And now the Ukrainians have to pay the cost. And it would be great for Republicans to recognize the political home run that they could score against their opponents should they want to take on the mantle of peace rather than war. But don't expect that to get any traction with the neocon, war hawk, chicken hawk, scumbag psychopaths that currently represent us in Congress. After all, Mitch McConnell not only didn't oppose Princey's, Pelosi's $10 billion gift to Ukraine, $10 billion that they summon from thin air and give to their compatriots. Just imagine. You can just imagine what that type of money would do for the American people should we want to fix just any of our overwhelming problems that we face now. But not only does he not oppose Pelosi's $10 billion gift, he upped it. He upped it to $14 billion. Joe Hoft on the Gateway Pundit has the story. McConnell ups Pelosi's $10 billion to Ukraine for $14 billion. Where's it all going, he asks. This evening, Rhino Mitch McConnell decided to up the amount to $14 billion, and nobody really knows where that money will actually go. The country is in shambles and being taken over by Russia. The government is basically not in charge, but Pelosi wants to give the country, whoever that may be, $10 bucks of your money. This is more... Uh, this is more than all but a few hundred corporations make in a year in the U.S. It's so much money. How's it going to be used? In the past years, it appeared that that money to Ukraine went to U.S. politicians and who else but George Soros, who is again behind a lot of this and was a primary mover in the so-called Orange Revolution in 2014, followed up by the so-called Revolution of Dignity, both of which ousted democratically elected pro-Russian presidents in favor of the Western puppets who there joke about the fact that they're, they're simply henchmen for America. Just, just incredible. And I'll, almost to top it all off, you've got this story. Deployer, can, uh, destroyer rather, can't deploy because the commanding officer won't get the COVID vaccine. So what's more important? This war they're trying to convince us all is a life or death situation for the Western civilization or forcing the American people, in particular the American Armed Forces, into taking an ineffective experimental gene therapy shot. Priorities, folks. It's time to protect your privacy. It's time to come to grips with the fact that even though you don't have anything to hide, criminals, hackers, corporations, big tech, government are stealing all of your data and creating a map and a database of where you go and what you do. So in the future, under their globalist takeover, they can shut you down. Protecting your privacy, protecting your credit cards, protecting your bank accounts, protecting your photos, protecting everything that's on your phone is paramount. That's why everybody should visit InfoWarsStore.com. We're carrying a huge new line of very compliant, made-in-America products that have 100% reviews and are simply incredible. It's a 360 win. Protect your privacy and shop at InfoWars to support the overall InfoWar against the globalists. A true 360 win. Get your Faraday cages at InfoWarsStore.com. Check out the new line. It's amazing.